Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Ormo Baths podcast, where we talk to startup founders and tech sector entrepreneurs from around Northern Ireland. My name is Simon Ross and on this episode I'm talking about stress, something I'm sure we can all probably relate to. My guest is Fintan Connolly, who's the founder of Take 10, a company that has developed some pretty cool software that people can use to help them understand and deal with their stress. Fintan started off our conversation by explaining to me exactly what Take 10 is all about. Take 10 um, is the name of the company, but it's also the name of the product, and it's a biofeedback technology which is really designed to help people better understand how to manage stress and anxiety. Um, we first started off the process with kids, um, looking at helping children, particularly within the education sector, to help them learn how to develop a sense of resilience. Okay. Um, and the reason being, um, we have a lot of kids arriving into school every day who are anxious and worried and upset. And, and it's about a variety of different things. It can be about the learning process. So we've got kids who maybe have autistic spectrum disorder, ADHD, dyslexia, dyspraxia, uh, any of those learning difficulties. But you've also kids who are coming through the door every day who um, are worried about what's happening at home. Yeah. And um, we underestimate what kids are carrying around with them every day and we think that they miss out things we think that they don't realize they, but they do yeah and they pick up a lot and um the problem is when they get into school and they're worried uh, if they're worried or anxious and any sort of negative emotion what happens is it distracts them yeah which means they've got a lack of focus and lack of concentration so in some cases kids who um are under pressure or stressed will articulate how they feel in one of two ways. Either they will become very quiet and step back, um, and or they will um, try and get the teacher's attention by one of other ways, particularly with the behaviour patterns. So what happens is in schools, um, often you will see kids who exhibit sort of uh, erratic behaviour patterns, they'll be disruptive, they'll be cheeky sometimes, and it's not that they're desperate to be disruptive or cheeky. What they're trying to do is get the attention of the teacher. Yeah. Because what they're really trying to say to the teacher is, I have a story to tell you. I have something to tell you. And kids who are like that tend to be in emotional distress. So what we did was develop a resource that can be used in the classroom. And it's not just for those kids who have learning difficulties or kids who are need help with uh, emotional regulation. It's for all kids, it's about upskilling them. It's about saying, hold on a second here, let, let us show you what you can do. Let us show you mm-hmm. how you can actually manage things. And simply what it does, it goes on the basis of this. Um, and the science behind it is very simple. Uh, and it's based on heart rate and heart rate variability. Because every time your heart beats, it beats under rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that rhythm changes when your feelings change. So if you start to feel worried or stressed or anxious, your heart rhythms become very erratic and disordered. When that happens, it sends a signal to the brain. Brain thinks that you're under pressure and alerts the rest of the body producing more stress hormones. But at the same time, it actually sort of, because the emotional part of the brain goes into overdrive, the cognitive part of the brain finds it difficult to process information. Of course, we've all been in that situation yep. where, you know, there's more stress you are than when you can't think. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a classic of... Um, it's the science behind why smart people do stupid things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you're yes, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. and the problem is when we're in that state, then we start to beat ourselves up, and that's when we think that we can't do things, and particularly in kids. So, if you can provide a visual to it, so what the Take Ten software does, 
takes the simple heart rate using that layer sensor on the iPad and lets the kids see their heart rhythms, okay? So it lets them see how their body and their heart rhythms respond to their thoughts and their feelings. So they can literally see as they're thinking about something stressful, they can see the changes in that. It's visual, it's there in front it's of them. completely visual in front of them. And then, more importantly, you show them how to change that. So you can show them how to make changes physiologically to create a calm, focused state. And so what we do is then create games around that. We gamify uh, that. Yeah. So in order for the games to work, child has to be calm. So you're essentially teaching them patience, focus, and self-control. So it's key skills that we all would love to. Oh, wait. What <laughs> about the kids for the end? Yeah. the adults, I yeah. still need that. Yeah. So um, that's sort of what was the first um, sort of foray uh, in education. And education was where we were getting sort of a lot of traction. But we were what, what we were discovering was we were getting a lot of parents coming to us and saying, look, this is brilliant for school. We would love this for home. Uh-huh. Right. And not just for our kids, we want it for ourselves. Um, because we have stressful lives, we find it difficult, uh, we have stressful jobs, all of that. So what we did was that, okay, well, let's, let's look at something. Do we look at using wearables, for example? Um, do we incorporate it under wearables? And then we thought, yeah, there's an option there, but then we discovered not everybody has a wearable. Mm, sure. um, the one thing that everybody has is a phone. So if you want something that's which 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 maybe is part of the con- yeah, the, the, the contributor to the, to the stress in the twenty four seven world, isn't it? But if we find a positive use for the phone, and if we find a a, a, a way for people to say, do you know something? I'm under pressure, but I need something in this moment. I need something that's going to help me, and that's essentially what we're doing is now developing it for the smartphone, um, so that you've got something in your pocket that when you're under pressure. So if you have a stressful meeting stressful telephone call, um, stressful work life, stressful home, whatever that, everybody everybody experiences that on mm-hmm. a daily basis. But often we don't really know what to do about it in the moment, so we just carry on. And by the end of the day, what happens is because we produce so much adrenaline and cortisol, which are the stress hormones, we are mentally and physically exhausted. Yeah, And that's the problem because um, the stress hormones are not our friends. No, <laughs> no. The, so the original product was was that something the kids were using on one like a tablet iPad yes. device then yeah and, and now this is you're you're, you're moving on to moving to the smartphone version yeah because not just it wasn't just again it was looking at two two elements one was for the older teenage kids mm-hmm. because this is where we have a major issue and problem at this point in time <clears throat> our teenagers are experiencing issues and problems um, that they've never. And our generation will have never experienced to this extent before. In terms of anxiety and stress. Anxiety, yeah. And, and the, uh, you know, it's estimated that over 66% of our teenagers regularly experience stress. That in itself is pretty straightforward and natural in, in many ways. You know, experience yeah. stress is one thing. However, the, what they do estimate is that two-thirds of this group will go on to develop symptoms of stress-related illness. Right. Well, That's where the problem is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we can upskill this generation of kids and say, do you know what, let me show you what you can do. Give, let's give you a resource and a digital resource because this is the world in which they inhabit. Mm-hmm. So if we can step into that world with them, give them options and give them skill sets, then it means that as they move into adult life, they are more resilient, they are better, better equipped to deal with what they need because the one sure fact is that we're all going to experience stress and stressful situations. The one thing we do need to know is how to manage that. Hmm. 
I'm, I'm intrigued by how that technology <laughs> works there with that kind of, you know, slowing the heartbeat and doing all that thing. So how is that what you're in the process of yeah, developing at the moment? What The way we're working with it at the minute is when you hold your smartphone, when you put your finger over the rear facing camera, so what will happen is the camera will then start reading the menu color changes in your finger, wow, which is a very good indicator of pulse data. So then we take that pulse data, convert it into heart rate variability, then assess the heart rate variability so that you can understand what zone you're in. So just by sitting holding your phone, it lets you see if you're in the red zone, the blue zone, or the green zone. Right, fab. And so it's, it's 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 probably very complex in the working, but the outworking of that yeah. that they see is very simple. Simple. Yeah. And that's what the key is. There is no point producing reams of graphs and progress reports. People want something they can see in the moment. Yeah. You know? And I think the one thing that we all love as human beings is feedback on ourselves. You know, we do, we love to know how many steps we're taking every day, <laughs> how often, how much we're sleeping, what's our calorie intake, all of it. We love that level of feedback. Yep. So let's give you feedback on what's happening inside. You know? You're talking uh, I'm really interested when you're talking around the sort of the technology and the psychology. What's your background? You know, how did you come to this? My background's in pharmacy. So I was a pharmacist for 20 years. I was always very interested in stress, particularly in kids. Um, but the one thing I noticed on a daily basis was the increasing incidence of stress-related illness. Yeah. And so every week when you're dispensing hundreds if not thousands of tablets every week for stress-related illness, you realise then there's got to be another way. There's got to be something better there's than pumping be out these drugs to people. Yeah. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot keep progressing in society by putting a plaster, using this plaster analogy, because we're not getting to the bottom of it. Mm. But if people have more awareness of, of how they react to certain situations and how they, res instead of responding to things, we tend to react and our body tends to react because of particularly things like emotional memories, um, which we're not even aware of. Mm. This can be triggering off to you constantly throughout the day. And then you get, you know, we get to certain stages, we think, why do I do this? Mm. Why do I constantly do this? And why do I react to this type of situation? Or why do I not like this type of situation? And okay, we don't, we often you need a psychologist to take you back and have you understand and unravel certain things of that. Yeah. But there's also uh, an acute awareness that we can have and say, okay, well, look how my body responds to simple words. And it's really interesting when you have people on this software, even the word stress, and it's a stress response. Wow, isn't that strange? Um, so, that, I mean, that's, that is a, a intriguing in itself. You've obviously come to that from a position of seeing a problem there through mm -hmm. the years. Is it important for you that, you know, when you're making this jump to doing Take 10, that it's something that actually is going to have a really positive effect potentially on parts of society? That's, that is one of my biggest um, drivers. I want to be able to walk away. Do you know, you know, in, in startup world, um, we've talked about this before. So this this sort of fantasy land that people talk about big exits and, yeah. and sell out, sell out this. And I think with all these things, yes, having a legacy of saying, you know what, we built up a very successful business, we built up a very, very good commercial model, and we sold it for uh, a profit. Brilliant, that's fantastic. However, there also needs to be a legacy that your company is behind. And if you can leave a legacy in society and say, do you know what? Look what we've been able to do. And whatever, whatever large or small size that is, that to me is what you want to walk away from. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. So what's, um, 
you're developing the mobile thing. What's what's next then? What's what, what's next we, for you as a as a business? Okay, um, we're now stepping into the the world of the corporate world in the workplace. Bit of stress there. <laughs> a lot of stress there. A lot of stress there. And the interesting thing is, um, a lot of people don't realise that you know they, they tend to pinpoint their workplace as the main source of stress, and it's not actually the main source of stress for many people. Right. Because we actually carry our stressors around with us every day. Mm -hmm. So when you walk out your front door every morning, you will have the stresses of daily life. So it could be relationship stress, it could be financial stress, it could be it could be health-based stress, it can be worrying about different things. But you carry those around with you every day. And the problem is whenever we get into workplace and we uh, encounter one or two other different types of stressors, often that can be the tipping point. Right. And then we're very quick to point the finger and say, Must be work, must be my job. Yeah. Well, it's actually not. So the awareness of of the different stressors in our lives is actually really important. Um, and I think in the workplace, if we've got options for people which allow them not just to have something at work that they can use, but to take something home. And it's not just about having something in the workplace. We, what we're trying to say, the, the company says, look, we have something here which are a really good digital resource that can be used for your workforce, but it can actually be stressed out to their families as well. So show your employees that you value, not just them, but their extended families as well. Because if you can create a, a greater capacity to deal with stress, with people at home and at work, then you've got a happier workforce, a workforce that feels more valued. But I guess in a in a world where you have a workforce that is more inclined than many years ago to, to jump and they don't like a job, yeah. they don't gonna, they're not gonna stick yeah. it out and there's competition for the best people and retention is this huge issue. I, I imagine your environment and how you feel about your job and you know, how you, you care you, you, you how you perceive that your employer cares about you. I mean, that's huge. Surely, I mean, for 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 the employers, they might if they can see that. Then if they can, if they can improve retention rates, that's huge. Mm. That's massive because I think it's forty percent of work related illnesses actually stress related. Um, eighty percent of GP visits are stress related. Wow. So we know it's having a major a major impact. Um, so yeah, I think employers are looking for something. And there's only so many away days and team building days, and <laughs> you know trips to the the water cooler. All of those things they will work in for the first day or so. Yeah, and for their lasting effect may be a week at most. However, if you've got something that you're delivering to your staff and saying here's a resource that you can use in the workplace and at home to support you, then I think that's something that's that's become more and more attractive. And not to sort of focus necessarily on the. The business element of it, because I know, like, that's uh, that's it's not your primary driver. We've made that, we've we've established that, but you know, that's that's got to be a world where you can see, you know, if, if you were looking to scale, you know, that 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 corporate world would probably be the the place where you're gonna come to that. Absolutely, it's it's the it's where we'll get greater engagement. Um, there's greater funding available. Um, the budgets are there for us. Yeah. Uh, because now companies are actually being um, assessed on how effective they are dealing with, for example, mental health in the, mm -hmm. workforce, in the workplace. So we offer them a, a very simple and cost-effective solution. Yeah. But there's also a kickback in that as well, because what we can also do is try and access, for example, our CSR corporate responsibility budgets and say, well, look, now that you've done this for your staff, why don't you sponsor a school? Mm -hmm. Why don't you sponsor a local school? And do this as well, which allows the company to get greater um, 
PRs for want of a better word, yeah. greater promotion within the thing, but they're also being seen to do something good that they know working well as well. Yeah, well, that's uh, I suppose that's uh, you know you, the the accessing education budgets, health budgets, whatever it is. You know, if if that can be turned around and say, well, why don't the private sector help fund this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, surely that model yeah. has got to be yeah. good for everyone. Yes, definitely. So, uh, just uh, I suppose finally then, Fintan, what are you what are you in in need of at the moment? What's the what's the next step? What's on the horizon? <laughs> the one thing that every startup needs is money. Uh, is finances, you know. So the one thing that actually uh, hampers you and holds you back is not having the resources, particularly the financial resources, to scale the business up. Yeah. And so that's what we're starting to do now, start looking for investment. And are there other people doing this sort of stuff that you're aware of? Um, there are other companies doing different things. You know, probably competitors like of ours would be like Headspace and Calm, mm-hmm. but they tend to offer just simple meditation apps, which are hugely successful, but we're offering biofeedback yeah. along with it. Um, so we can actually let people see in the moment how they're feeling. And as you say, like we, there's got to be a better use of, of our, our interest and our time than yeah. seeing whether we've done 7,070 steps uh, <laughs> getting across town or, yeah. or whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Well, Fenton, like, I wish you all the best with it and uh, thanks very much for your time. Thank you, Simon.